Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision-making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Here we go. Here we go. First up, she's the only person I know that wears those Apple earbuds with a cord. Huh. And she does every single day in the studio. Here she is, Amy, yeah. everybody. Hey, hey. Okay, so, you know, we get those scam text messages. But this one was so good, I almost clicked it because it was about my Netflix account. And I, I, if it says here, your Netflix account will be on hold because your payment was declined. And I thought for a second, oh no, my payment was declined. They even put a case number in the Oh, what's well, a case message. number? It's got to be real. Yes. Yeah. And so it's just a warning. Don't fall for this what's stuff. What's a case number? There's no such thing as a case <laughs> number with number. Netflix. Pound A87B2X9. Like, I don't know. It looked legit to me. And I thought if I was a little more elderly or like just not paying attention one day, But you I almost might... still fell for yeah, it. Yeah, and a little bit more elderly, come on. You fall for stuff all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I didn't click it, but don't. Amazon and Netflix scam texts are out there, so don't fall for them. It's hard because then you get a real one with a real link, and you're like, I'm not clicking it. And they're like, well, I guess you don't want your package to be, of, of your insulin you need. Exactly. You know? Up next, he waited at a celebrity's car for the celebrity to come out of the store. Like, he saw the celebrity go in and just waited at his car and said, well, I guess if you want to get in your car, you got to go through me. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Yeah. Speaking of cars, whenever I'm driving and I see a man and a woman in the car... And if the woman's driving, I judge that guy like, man, what's wrong with you? The guy should always be driving the vehicle. It's just weird. I don't know. My wife. My wife drives some. Like, 
40% of the time. 40%? Yeah, I think I so. I judge you. I think it just matters what car we're taking. Doesn't matter. My car or my wife's car, 99.9% of the time, I'm behind that wheel. And nothing says progressive like lunchbox in the morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah that's it. And finally... From McAllen, Texas, he has his, his star of Texas on his hat. It's a Dallas Cowboys Dallas star. Cowboys. It's very he's very sad about the Dallas Cowboys. It's gonna be a rough next two months or so. <laughs> Here he is, producer Eddie. All right. Well, that's weird. Lunchbox said this because we just started a new rule in my house. My wife drives her own car. I drive my car. It's a whole new thing. It used to be where look, if we're driving as a family, I'm the guy. Lunchbox, you're right. I drive the car. But now, if we're driving in my wife's car, she's driving. We're that's driving in my car. Fair. I'm driving. But that's what. Why do y'all have to make a rule? Yeah, why a rule? Because it, it used to be where she's like, "Oh no, 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 you're you're the man. You drive up. No, 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 no. You're driving your own car." But here's the thing: if you're the passenger, you cannot say anything about the driver. Oh, that's like a secondary rule. Yes. No back If you're not driving. driving, you can't. Something Correct. must have happened to make that happen. It's that's her rule because every time she drives, I'm always like, "Careful! There's a stop sign there. Oh, there's someone next to you. Don't turn." That's so annoying. That's why you don't let her drive because you don't so trust annoying. her no, driving. <laughs> That's so annoying, Eddie, that you do that. All right. From Mountain Pine, Arkansas, he's got a red microphone. He's 6'1". He made glasses popular. Bobby Bones. You <laughs> thought good. nothing about that, did you, until right then? <laughs> like, you put zero effort into I, that. I felt that. No, he didn't. He, like, was no, looking he looked and at scanning the, microphone. the room. <laughs> he looked at Bobby. Yes. I was going to go plaid shirt next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> whenever my show on USA Network started, Snake in the Grass, I thought, I'm going to treat myself a little bit. And I went and kind of designed this watch on a website. And it took months to get in. But I was super pumped because I've become watch guy. I said about a year ago, I'm going to be a watch guy. I don't have one on now, but I said I'm going to be a watch guy. And most days I wear a watch now. And so I designed this watch. It's red. It's awesome. I love red. It's my favorite color. And I got it in the mail yesterday. And I've been waiting forever for it to come in. And it, I, I'm like, that's it. And I opened the box. And it's in like a, a little like cushiony case. And you pop the top up. And I'm very excited. I'm like, this is gonna be the coolest watch in my whole life. Boom, open it up. It's a ladies' watch. I designed a ladies' watch. What? I designed no. a ladies' watch. I designed and I waited four months, it's a ladies' watch. I designed a ladies' watch. So what do you do? I'm gonna, gonna wear, wear a ladies' it. watch, it's gonna be awesome, but oh, still, okay. it's a ladies' small? watch. I, yes, I went to Caitlin and I said, This is the watch. <laughs> I accidentally designed a ladies' watch. It's petite. It's it's petite. <laughs> and she's like, What are you gonna do? I said, I'm gonna wear it. I'm gonna be proud of it. Oh, but yeah, no. I was I, it huh. took a while for me to actually f- accept the fact that I'm gonna be a ladies' watch guy. Mm-hmm. But Hey, that, you hey, wear that showbiz baby. That's right. Shoes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can get a 13 and a half in a tennis shoe from women's. Mm-hmm. Stop it. You can. <laughs> Stop. I, yes. You do not ever do that. Yeah, I do. I do. I have a couple times, actually. And some really good ones. Some ones really? I can't find in men. Same shoe. Just get 13.5 in women. That's Don't weird, it. man. No, that's, that's really awesome. weird. It's actually hey, awesome. Wear the women's shoe. Women watch. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, let's go. Glad you're here. Jordan Davis coming in in just a few minutes. Jordan has a song that you may love called Bye Dirt. It's nominated for two CMAs. I think he's got four or five number ones at this point. But he's going to come in in the next few minutes, and we'll catch up with him. A little clip of that for me, please, Ray. Bye Dirt. Final one you came but at first, let's do the mailbag. Here we go. You send an email, and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a single mom. I got a 13-year-old son. And for his entire life, I've chosen his haircut. I've chosen his haircut style. I've chosen his haircut length. And no complaints. Now all of a sudden, he wants to choose his haircut, and we can't agree on it. He wants this crazy buzz cut mohawk, and I think it looks ridiculous. I know at some point I'm not going to be able to control what he gets, but right now I can't handle having a kid with a crazy haircut. 
problem is some of his friends have this haircut, which doesn't make it any easier. So what should I do? Should I give in, or is 13 still too young to decide your own hairstyle? Signed, Ariana. It's not that 13 is too young to decide his, the hairstyle. It's that a buzz cut is, is distracting in school. I know his friends have it. And if he wanted a, you know, a, a, just a straight buzz with no mohawk, fine. If you wanted to grow it longer, fine. If you're wearing a mohawk, that's a distracting haircut. Unless you're in a punk band. Unless you're in an industry where that's kind of allowed. So I think you can let them pick a haircut, but it can't be something as crazy as a pink buzz cut mohawk. I don't care if his friends do it or not. Eddie, your oldest son is... <laughs> He's 14. Would you let him pick his haircut right now? Yes. Okay, what, what, what if he wanted a buzz cut mohawk? Dude, you're going to think I'm crazy, but my dad was so strict with my hair that I couldn't get any kind of hairstyle. And I remember being a kid and saying, when I grow up and I'm a dad, I'm going to let my kids have whatever haircut they want. But if he's... Okay, if he said it to you right now. Hey, let it rip. I want to see it. Dude, I would even be like, dude, that should be pink. That's really cool. So you would make it even more distracting. If he wants to. I mean, you sound so old by saying you're going to distract your classmates. Well, I also wouldn't let him wear a shirt that said, eat my butt. Well, that's Or I wouldn't sure. let him. There are things that you can't let a kid do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm only thinking about school when I think about the buzz cut. Uh-huh. Right at home, who cares? Amy? Well, those are determined by the school rules. So I would first see what's allowed at the school. And if they allow it, which I guess if some of his friends have it, then it'd be okay. So yeah. I would let him. But you could maybe meet in the middle because my son has wanted a mohawk at times. And he wanted it really, really shaved tight on the sides. And I'm like, what if we leave a little bit there? You still have a mohawk look, but it's not as drastic. The faux hawk. And then you could also take it a step further. And who's paying for the haircut? Because he might need to earn some money to pay for this type of fancy haircut. Yeah, just because a lot of school doesn't mean it won't get you beat up also. I can tell oh. you from experience. So oh. again, or, or it can be distracting and not be against the rules. Yeah. But well, the kid with the mohawk's not going to be the one getting beat up. I, sorry, I've let I my know. kid have a mohawk. So. I don't know. I, the kid with the mohawk better be able to fight. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's, That's it. The kid with the mohawk better. Oh, you think you're big and bad? You're wearing a mohawk? Oh, Are mohawk. you a motorcycle boy? All right, come here. <laughs> That's trouble. Think, it just feels like trouble. Wow, okay. I think it depends. Like, is it a big, tall, spiky mohawk or just normal? 15 years old, you have the talk again. Okay. 13, you can choose at any of the haircuts in the barbershop. Like in the magazines, they're at the barbershop. Yeah, but no, I would say no mohawk for now. <laughs> for now. That's what I would say, but you heard these two and their parents, and they know what they're, know what they're doing. All right, Morgan, if people want to email us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, there you go. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jordan Davis. First time we've talked to you since the CMA nominations. So walk through it. You wake up the morning of the CMA announcement. Do you expect or do you hope that you're going to be on one of those lists? Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely didn't expect it. What um, did you feel like you had the most shot at being involved in? Song, Song of the Year. Really? I've just, like, always believed in that song, and it, it did well and warranted that. But, you know, we were up for musical event for CMAs last year, so I didn't expect to really be in either one of them. I, I but, think it really turned for you whenever there was an Instagram that went up of me singing, by dirt, walking behind you. That's absolutely <laughs> And didn't know what, any of the words yeah. except by dirt. Yeah. And it's where it all flipped for you. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the moment for How me. do you find out? Does someone text you or do you see it on Twitter that you're up for song of the year? So my manager texts me and he's like, hey, man, are you up? 
And it was like, you know, it was pretty early. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm up. And he was like, I think CMA nomination is about to be announced. Did he know? I think he knew. I think he had a good, he had, he felt good. How do good. you know? You're not supposed to know. Well, I don't think he knew, like, exact. but he said oh, he no felt good about off. it. No, no he was just it. like, man, like, I honestly feel good about it. I think that we're, we were going to have a shot. And he's like, and my brother lives not far from me. He co-wrote it with me. So he's like, you should text your brother and tell him to come over. And I was like, "Ooh, that's a lot of that's a lot of risk there." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, it's seven a.m. He's got three kids. I think he's I think he's good. We'll just call him." Uh, but yeah, he ca- he came over and and then like it like right as my manager pulled in the driveway, uh, my publicist texted me and she was like, "Congratulations, that's awesome." Yeah, so dang, I was pretty I was pretty stoked. Did you wake your wife up? She was actually already she was already awake. She was out. Uh, she was doing something in the garage. But yeah, she was like, <laughs> working on the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was keeping the house in order. Yeah. So your new song is doing pretty well. Yeah. Called broke, What uh, My World Spins Around. What My World Spins Around. Nice. I didn't have a piece of paper. Good job. I'm dude. doing this straight from memory. That's here. a long title. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Did Bobby. you guys think about, I was going to ask you, like calling it Spins Around or Worlds, because it's a lot. I actually thought about that. And, uh, you know, I wrote that with our buddy Ron Hurd. I kind of said, like, guys, is this title too long? And, in very Ryan Hurd fashion, was just like, no. On to the next. <laughs> like, <That's it>. very <laughs> just like, Ryan is about as dry as it gets. You know Ryan pretty well. That's the, that, and that pretty much summed it up. I was like, okay, well, Ryan says it's good <laughs> enough. So here we go. Yep. So are people knowing this song when you're playing shows now? Yeah, this one's definitely. And I feel like with every song we release, it picks up a little quicker. You know, people kind of gravitate to those. Yeah, I mean, this one's already reacting like a big song. What's the first song you play in your set list? Singles You Up. My I first knew single. it. I knew it. That's a good one. You have so many hits now. It's kind of... You and put too, them like, all over. I feel like I've evolved from that song, so it's in my mind. Never evolved like, from an awesome song, buddy. No, 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 no. I mm. still... I love that song. That's that's way to answer that one. <laughs> it's what a lot of people know me for. That was the first time they heard me, any of my music. And I just kind of like... I think that's a cool way to kind of start a show off. And I be love like, it. Hey, man, here's first single, and then... Kind of progress from there. I don't have any of your songs written in front of me. I'm just having any hits I can remember. Obviously, if he ever singles you up, if he's ever stupid enough, that's number one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, by dirt, because that is the song that's just Sing the rest of it. CMA. I don't know anymore. And the song that Bobby blew up on the golf course with you, By dirt. So I know by dirt, and then I know slow. Slow dance. Slow dance is a big song for us. But the title is slow. Slow dance in a parking lot, right? Yeah. You didn't think about cutting that one down? We got some long songs here, man. I'm I do, tired man. just saying them all. I do. Okay. And then there's a missing Eddie. I'm missing. Yeah, the, I was thinking. What am I missing here from the number one list of Jordan? Do you have any more number ones? Uh, those are my only number ones. No, take it from me. Take it from me from my number oh, one. Give us a second. That was a good one, too. That was a jam, dude. Yeah, that's a good one, too. What's at the very end of the set? We close with By Dirt, but Almost Maybes was my fourth Oh, that's a, that's a good one, too. Almost Maybes, yeah. 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 Take yeah. it from me, though. How's that go? Take it from me. No, got a t-shirt to, see, to sleep in. My favorite, but you can keep it. Are you just I, making me sing? No, 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 no. I'm, Sounds good, dude. No, no, I'm trying to figure out the, the melody of that song. I've just, it's hard to sing other songs and go back bum, to it. Bum, 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 can you do it, Eddie? I swear y'all, this song's good. I promise. Eddie, can you do it? Oh, dude, I'm trying so hard. Take it from me. Take I can't take get it. Take it, it from me. Take it from me. Take So dumb. Oh, God. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thanks, I'm super proud for you. And it's just a matter of time before you're able to 
you know, pay the bills. Yeah. Isn't that the goal? One day I'm going to be able to keep the lights on. Be buddy. able to learn how to catch your own fish to take on Instagram pictures of and not <laughs> yeah. somebody else's. Right? That's what it's all about. That's right what there. it's all That's all I want, man. <laughs> it's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Five-year-old Brantley Kimbrell, he has a health condition, so he hasn't been able to leave his house for about two years. But his favorite time of day is when Michelle, the UPS driver, drives by and she visits Brantley. She goes to his bedroom window and knocks on it and says, hey, Brantley, I'm here. And his window, they, wow. Yeah, they talk for a little bit and then she goes on about her day. Well, she, he just celebrated his fifth birthday and she shows up to deliver the good news that he is finally good to leave his house. His health is way better. And she decorated the truck with flames on it. She brought him gifts, and he got to ride the car. Pretty cool the parents to let her deliver that news. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Because they had to be like, hey, listen. We're going to let... Because I'm sure they wanted to do that. I think it was just part of the whole day. Like, I, it's your birthday. We're going to give you the good news. And here comes your friend. I think it's selfless of the parents. to. Yeah. Oh, wait. So you think the parents told him and then she just I think up. so. I don't, okay. th- I don't think Leslie had the big news. Like, okay. <laughs> she's just the UPS driver. I mean, there's a picture of her holding him, too. Like, he's yeah. five. And so he must, you know, begin to go out and do some stuff. And he's got a, a little UPS truck that he drives. Yes. Like, one of those... I don't know what the brand is. It's not Mattel, but you get in and drive it. It's, it's like, like one of those more. like electric Jeeps, you know? Yeah. It's so cool. I was always and, jealous of kids that have those. What I was thinking about this story is like, you know, my Amazon driver, he seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to be his friend. Mm-hmm. And I thought about like being like, hey, dude, what's up? But he's such in such a hurry every day. I just kind of let him come and go. I wonder what the turnover is in that job. Because you may have him for a friend and next thing you know, right. you never see him again. Yeah, he moves. That will be sad. <laughs> I also get excited when the UPS truck comes, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Yeah, me There's too. There's something good in there that... <laughs> The UPS Santa's bringing me. It's pretty cool. I've had to pay for it, though. That's the difference. Well, and you knew it was coming, yeah. Yeah, but some, sometimes you kind of make yourself forget. Or you're like, okay, let's not remember it. So then when it comes, it's like a special treat. <laughs> okay. You don't do that? No, not okay, really. I'm, just, I'm, I'm lonely, okay? I'm lonely in the daytime when I'm home alone. <laughs> all right, that's what's up. Thank you. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs... And I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about Right Brand Bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people, 
at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable, almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I didn't know you guys didn't know the punishments. No, oh, I figured that's what you were talking about. Well, I was looking at my page before we came on the air just now, and I, I said, oh, that's tough. For whomever loses the game here. <laughs> Is it bad? Uh, it's so bad. And then Mike goes, no, they don't know. I thought you knew. Dude, for you to react that way, it must be really bad. Well, I don't like what it is. Let me explain the game to our listeners <laughs> okay. real quick. It's Elder versus Millennial. Eddie, the oldest on our show. 43 years old. Versus Morgan, the youngest. 28 years old. And they answer questions about their generations, but you can steal from the other person, right? And whoever has most points wins. La, la, la. Uh, Play your buzzer, Eddie. Yeah, this is me. Okay, and Morgan? Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. So if I hear it, use the buzzer. You get to answer the question. Uh, If you lose, the loser has to take a bite of an onion like an apple. Oh, Oh. no, this is terrible. I know. Oh, we're going to have smelly breath for days. Oh, we're going to cry, too. It's Oh, Don't lose. This is so bad. Yeah. I mean, this is not good for me. I've not been doing good. Yeah, that's true. All right, here we go. <laughs> Elder versus millennial. Come on. I thought you guys knew the punishments. Honestly, I thought you knew and had agreed to them. Oh, of course not. And I was like, look at these guys being team players. Because last time Morgan had to eat like mayonnaise and peanut butter or something. Disgusting. Like, Did you know ahead of time that no. was it? Mm-mm. Well, my perspective on this game <laughs> changed. I'm very much interested oh my now. Gosh. Let's go. The first question is an elder question. The movie is E.T. Came out in the 80s. What color is Elliot's iconic hoodie? Eddie. Red. Correct. Dang, I knew that. You did? Yeah. It was a little too late. Next question. A millennial question. What color was the iconic dress that was wore to the Grammys in the year 2000 by 
Jennifer Lopez. Morgan. Green. Good. Good. I would have gotten that one. I see all slow and I want you guys to jump in early. <laughs> yeah. Eddie jumps in real quick. Well, it's hard too because you never know which way you're going to ask the exactly. question. Exactly. Mm. Next question. Elder question. Which arcade game first introduced a character? Oh, uh, that, that, that was premature. It doesn't oh. matter. If you hit the Dude, buzzer, I was literally moving sorry. my hand. If you hit the buzzer, you hit the buzzer. In Jeopardy, you can't go. Sorry. Oh, my. In Jeopardy, I'm not holding the buzzer you in my hand. You do hold the buzzer with your hand. I you do? Yeah. So, so, so what, what did you say? Like, what did you get what up to? What arcade game first introduced? Yeah. Pac-Man. Incorrect. Oh! Morgan Steele. Okay. What arcade game first introduced the character that would eventually become known as Mario in the sequels? What arcade game? First introduced Mario from Mario Brothers. I think it was just called Super it was arcade game was super, but I thought it was Super Mario Bros. So, Super Bros. Mm. Time. Smash. <laughs> she just yelled what? Smash. I don't know. Smash. Smash. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Uh, he was in there. He was the one who yeah, was jumping the that. barrels, trying to get up. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I thought it was Smash Bros. That's why. He mm. <laughs> Millennial question. Oh, thank goodness. What was the name of the popular 2000s computer game? That simulates the daily activities. Eddie. The Sims. Correct. Yeah! That's crap. That is I redemption. I hate that you go so early. Well, you know what? Maybe you should go earlier. <gasps> he didn't oh, even finish no. the question. I heard enough. Mm, pretty good, huh? Either you have to jump in quicker or hope he jumps in and starts missing. You know? Here we go. Yeah. What was the name of the 1988 cult classic film? It was about a magical trickster who would appear right after you said his name three times. Morgan. Morgan, Morgan. Beetlejuice. Correct. Woo! We have a tie game going to the last yes! question. Dang. Wow. Yes. Oh, crap. I'm smelling the onion. The first line of this song come on, come on, come on. from the 2000s is I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to start a fight. Eddie. I'm doing this tonight. You'll probably start a fight. Uh, Shania Twain, and it Time is uh, girls. Morgan, the first line of this song is, I'm doing this tonight. You're probably going to start a fight. Okay. What, what? song? <laughs> you want more? Yeah. From the 2000s. <laughs> what song is that? Yeah. Okay. Um, What song is that? Three seconds. Ah, Avril Lavigne. Smash! <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Incorrect. Yeah, Ray, would you play the song? That's Bye 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 NSYNC. Yeah. Ah, damn. All right, tiebreaker. One question in each category. Let's if we go. have a winner, we go ahead and eat the onion. <sighs> what 1980 film? Does Jack Nicholson? Oh my goodness! Love it. Go ahead. The Shining. Correct. What? Yes. Play the part of an aspiring writer and recovering alcoholic Jack Torrance, who takes a job as a caretaker overlooking the Overlook Hotel. That all that crazy. stuff she didn't hear, and she still got it. Jack Nicholson in the '80s is all I needed. Wow. But Rush. I mean, that yeah, that's crazy. All right, Eddie, you got to get this to tie. Smash. Here we go. <laughs> What's the name? Of the stepbrother 
on the animated Disney show, the stepbrother of Phineas. Morgan. Burb. Burb is correct. Bring the onion in, Freddie. Oh, yes. This is so dumb. Wow. Disgusting. Ooh, it's a purple. Yeah. A red onion? Red onions are sweeter. No, man. Come are on. Yeah. It's all fun and games when I, I read it in the, in the intro. <laughs> the sweet one. And sweet onions, they, they aren't sweet. Dang. Oh, I They're don't. They're just called that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just eat, bite it like an apple, huh? Yeah, you got to get a good bite and you have to swallow it. What do you mean good bite? Like a regular size Well, bite? if you take a bite and we go, that wasn't a good bite, you have to do another one. Ooh. Should he take the skin off? I don't yeah, know how onion sure, works. I should take this. Uh, no, 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 Scuba says no. I don't know how to Peel or whatever it is. I hate onions. I don't know anything about it. Um, no? Do I have to eat it once I bite it? Yeah. Ugh. Or just bite it? We don't just bite it. You have to just eat it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's Eddie. Go ahead. So dumb. Ew. Oh. 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 <laughs> it smells so bad. It tastes like a cheeseburger. No, it's nothing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, man. It's starting to burn. Oh. Oh man, that burns. That's not sweet. This is not a sweet yeah, onion. No, no. Sue. It's you like bitter. Subway when they sue for the tuna. I'm gonna swallow it. Oh, I swallowed it whole. I'm not chewing that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's <laughs> wow. so gross. That is not good. I will never do that again ever. Unless you lose. All right, there it is, Eddie. Everyone. Nice job. On oh. the loss. Morgan, nice job on the win. Oh, thank that you. is Elder versus Millennium. A voicemail from Chris in Georgia. Just wondering uh, whatever happened to Eddie and his dream of riding a motorcycle. You wanted a Harley. Yeah. You talked about it with your wife. She said, go for it. And, and we were supposed to do a deal with a Harley Davidson dealership in Wisconsin, and it just fell through, and they couldn't get me a bike. It's not going to happen. So you're not going to pay your own money. Oh, I'm not. I mean, those things are expensive. Those for Harleys, any motorcycle, though. Well, I don't want like a Ninja. I want like a Harley if I'm going to do it. You want a Harley, yeah. I want like, you know, I want to go down those those bro, uh, devil's backbone in, on Sundays, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> Maybe like a, Scuba Steve can line up. Maybe not you getting a Harley to have, but lining something up where you can go and ride. Ooh, a ride with the boys? But you have to like put your leg, wrap your legs around the guy. No, no, no. Oh my God, guy and guy. That is hilarious. No, no, no. I'll drive it. Dumb and Dumber style. No, I'm not riding the. Are you sure you can even drive one? No, he can't. I I assume he'd go and he'd like wipe out immediately. I can, I can ride a bike. Like a bicycle. Bicycle. Yeah. Very different. Oh, you put it. Yeah, you're all good, buddy. Hey, Scuba, can we see if that can happen? Yeah, we could definitely do a ride along or him learning how to ride it for sure, Mm -hmm. easily. I'd love for him to take a trip down Devil's Crevice. (laughs) (laughs) Be- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it's called. Oh, it's not? No, Whatever you said backbone. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, we'll try to work that out for you. That'd We're be still cool. working on skydiving, right? Yes, that's still in the works, too. Yeah, there's a client that wants to do it, but they're just working on timing. For you and Abby, who've yes, never skydived. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, here is Tosh in Tennessee. Um, I actually had a question for Ray. I remember hearing that you might have hit big at a casino somewhere in Vegas, and we've actually got a trip out there in a few weeks. I was actually wondering if you could, like, Maybe drop the name of the casino or hotel that you were at. That might be a big help to me. What casino did you win all your money? Or, you, or Bay, help your wife? Cosmo. And the machines, it was Buffalo. And it you'll know it's Buffalo because when you deposit money, it goes, Buffalo! Every time. Are you guaranteeing a victory? <laughs> Is it your lock of the week? Uh, there's three of those machines there. She blew all three of them up, so yeah. Your wife won how much money? Over 5.2K. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And how much was she playing with? Uh, she's doing ten dollars spins. Wow. Wait, 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 wait! Okay. Ten dollars okay. spins? I, that's crazy amount. Well, that's... I mean, she had a hundred left, and it was her final last ditch effort. And so, so that's she only she... got ten spins. So it's only really three spins, probably, because it goes doo, 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 three, yeah. three at a time. No, no, it's just it, it's ten dollars a spin. Boom. 
and then you do another 10, do another 10. It's not like it takes 30. On Nobody's a playing that much. Yeah, that's, that's a money. lot of money. Oh, my goodness. And then I have another dude I know that did high limits at Cosmo, won 100K. So Cosmo right now is hot. I ain't playing high limits because that's high losing. What does that mean, exactly. high limits? You I mean, it's probably like $100 a spin. It's like minimal. They're, they're minimal. You can't play for less than 100 bucks a hand, something like that. Okay. Yeah, it's where people don't... Like, famous people don't want to mess with the riffraff, so they go in there. Yeah, it's okay. a little more private and that's, upscale. That, that is that is crazy. All right, thanks, Ray. Yeah, just look for the Diamond Staircase right next to Sportsbook. Diamond Staircase. <laughs> put in the promo code Ray. I don't even know where you put it, but put it in. He'll get something. That guy's always up to something. Uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central, tickets to my comedically inspirational show in Nashville are on sale. Speaking of Vegas, they sold out at the win, so excited about that. But the last show in Nashville... Tickets go on sale tomorrow for October 22nd, which is a Saturday. Get them. BobbyBones.com, 10 Central. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A boy in Oklahoma saved his mom's life again. Gavin Keeney's mother, Lori, has epilepsy, and the 10-year-old had gotten used to helping her sometimes because life's a daily struggle with that condition. So he's in the fifth grade. He's in the backyard. And he says he heard yelling, but also water. And so then he looked and he saw her seizing and she was in the pool. So he jumps in and grabs her as she's kind of sinking and then pulls her back to the pool ladder. And they have it all on security oh. camera because everything's now on security camera. And so he, she was now, because she's okay, able to see him come and rescue her. Oh, wow. That's a pretty crazy thing to watch. That's a truly amazing thing to see. And she doesn't normally get to see him in action because she's in the middle of a seizure. And you don't really see mm. or know what's happening when you're in a seizure. And so now, in that town, they've given him a, like, hero of the day, saving a life plaque by the police officers, and they were all out doing the thing, and uh, then they arrested him for some warrants that he had that he didn't. Oh, no. Oh, stop and, it. No, I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> dead. It's like a bonehead where they're like, <laughs> You brought us up, then there. <laughs> he, didn't have, he didn't have any warrants. He's 10. That's an awesome story. Gavin Keeney, if you're listening to this, great job, man. You deserve to be recognized even on this show. So that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay them. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. 
Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about Right Brand Bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable, almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time for the investigative morning corny. The Morning Corny. What do you call an angry carrot? What do you call an angry carrot? We have 90 seconds to figure it out. Go. Mad orange. Orange. Angry. Kangry. So orange is... Carrots are also uh, uh, vegetables. Carrots are eaten by rabbits. Carotene. Carrots for your eyes. That's what they say. Vitamin D. What's the joke again? What do you call an angry carrot? Angry carrot. Angry carrot. Um, mad. Mad veg. Mad vegetable. Mm. Angry vegetable. Oh, angry. Orange. Orange, you angry? <laughs> Farm. Below ground. Dirt. Cheat. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. I have angry no. carrot. Mad Hatter. Mad. A mad. Mad. Mad shade? Night, is that a nightshade? No. Mad. What do you call an angry carrot? She's taunting us right now. Mad she orange. really is. Mad. Angry carrot. What do you call an angry carrot? Upset orange. Why are you angry. angry? Angry. It's, it's an angry carrot. Up. Carrot. So angry. And it's an a angry carrot. 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 I'm, I'm so angry. Angry. <laughs> So upset. I'm angry. I'm upset. This is not good. Pirate. An angry carrot. Farm to table. I'm, hmm. I'm, I'm upset. Veggie. Angry. Veggie. Uh, uh, mad. mad veggie. Are we getting dumber? Are we getting that dumber? That was terrible. Are we getting dumber? I don't know what's happening. That might have been the hardest one of all time. Ma- angry. Okay. Angry. 
No, we're close right, at the it. end. The morning corny. What do you call an angry carrot? We don't know. <laughs> I'm angry now. <laughs> what? A steamed veggie. <laughs> steamed, steamed veggie? I'm steamed. No, I'm steamed. I don't even know. I would have never gotten what? that. Do you live in the 30s? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what that means. I'm steamed? <laughs> but yeah. that, you know, do that, you, you know what? We didn't miss that. That was just a bad joke. Steaming mad. I've never been steaming mad. Who said that? <laughs> no one. Humphrey Bogart? Steam <laughs> mad. All right, we, hey, you know what? We should not take our anger out on her. Don't hate. There's 365 days in a year. We're on air 52 weeks out of the year. Now you're I do excuses? jokes five days like a week. 365 and the 52 have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> I, they just don't number. I, yeah. I do. And we're not jokes. on 52. We got five days a week for 52 weeks a year, basically. We don't minus. Like four, Some vacation. Like oh, yeah, we have days off. Fine. 47 <laughs> Okay, weeks, that's a lot. Five days. I Some jokes are just going to be a more difficult or and not I, as funny. Add to that joke, I'm steaming, man. Oh, he is. He's still he's steaming right now. Yeah. It's like a Looney Tune where it's coming out of your ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the Bobby Bones Show now. Mitchell Tenpenny. Well, there's, there's a lot of things to say right now. <laughs> Number one is... Your voice is what seventy percent? Yeah, if if it's that, yeah. And he brought a guitar and he was gonna fight through it. <laughs> he was going full like torn ACL. He's still gonna play the game, but I was like, don't don't hurt yourself any worse. So I'm glad. First, congrats on the number one song. Thank you, thank you all for that. No Absolutely. need to push a voice. We can play yeah. studio versions of what you've done. And and thirdly, you. if you want to come back in and perform any other time, let us know. Thank you. Soon Bobby. as it, soon as it's back in, like don't stress out about it. Um, but I would bet that your voice even torn up is better than what? 60% of country music? Guys? Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. There, yeah. No, yeah. Let's talk for... Oh, you were... The last time you were supposed to come in, you got sick. No, my brother was sick then, and so that was during COVID. It wasn't COVID. It was just just a normal flu, but uh, yeah, we that we were being very precautious then, so... And we appreciate that. No, of course. Thank you. So, Mitchell Tenpenny, <laughs> you, you got another number one. I don't know. What, what, I remember the first time I heard this, I was like, that's the most cutting song I've ever heard. Oh man! In a loving way, in in a, in a lovely way toward you, <laughs> because it's like stop telling lies about me. I won't tell the truth about you. And I'm like, dang! <laughs> you want to yell Jerry, Jerry at the end of it? <laughs> Let me play a hook of this song that just went number one from Mitchell Tenpenny. If you quit telling lies about me, I won't tell the truth about you. When whomever said that line, did the room yeah. go? Oh. Yeah, I mean, that's literally how it was. Uh, Matt Alderman, one of the co-writers, Thomas Archer and Matt Alderman, I wrote with, and Matt said something like, man, quit lying about me, and, I, and, I, there's, and I'll promise I won't tell the, all the truth about you or something like that. And I was like, I know exactly how to write this song. Like, I've, I've been there, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, I've probably, you know, done it too, where you, where you tell a different story. You want a better story on breakup sometimes, you know, when you're growing up and um, I don't know. It just hit me kind of hard that day when I heard it, and you know, we massaged it to the way the melody is now. But that's like back of the bus. Oh, it's like a freestyle when you hit hit the good rhymes. Yeah, so. that's good, man. The album's called "This Is the Heavy." What does that mean, man? Uh, I I love rock and roll music too. I kind of come from that. I used to be a drummer in a band and a screamer. So uh, the heavy, the lyrically, it's a little heavier. But you know, everything else, the production is a little bit heavier. Country is the lyrics. Through and through on this, I'll, you know, country storytelling to me, so we stayed that lane. But turn the guitars up a little bit, gain them up a little bit, you know, put the drums a little bit more forward in the mix. It's just heavier. It's just a little heavier, and you know, I think the lyrics because I'm a little older and 
life has happened a little bit more. They're they're a little heavier. So I just thought the title sounded cool, and then it kind of mixed, and it all kind of blended in together with you know where I was trying to go with this next record. But it's also the first song too. This is the heavy, right? Am I right? Yeah, it's an yeah. intro track. It's an intro track into the song too. So um, I, I miss records with intro tracks, and it just kind of sets the tone for the record, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like Ladies and gentlemen, the music you're about to listen to is going to take you to an all-new place. A place that only few people have ever discovered. Your bones are going to ache. Now I feel like we missed out. Your on muscles are going to quake. Uh, so you, uh, t- tonight, Mitchell, Mitchell's record comes out, This is the Heavy, and you know it's 20 songs. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, it's a lot of songs. I know. It's are they all good or just some of them? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm a little biased on them, but uh, you can you can be honest with me. Uh, I, uh, you know, it's been four years since the last record, and, and we started with eleven. And I was like, ah, it's got to have this other song. I can't not put this song on. And I was like, man, can you call them and ask if we can do fourteen? And then I was like, ah, what about sixteen? And then it got to nineteen, and I was like, ah, we got to make it twenty. You got to twenty. Gonna, the OCD's got to yeah. go. Yeah, you got to go twenty. It's like it's got to be two vinyls, you know. And we could have gone to way more. It's just a lot of music was written in the last three years for me personally, and. It's hard to pick, and especially in this time, I think people like a lot of music. So, and it'll go quicker than you think. Too, those twenty songs will be. Yeah, one of them's nineteen seconds. The there's one oh, wow. nineteen second song. Oh. There's one song forty one. Well, that's seconds. the intro track. Yeah, yeah no, no. Oh, there's one eleven seconds. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't yeah. know, but the, the label cut them all down. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, do twenty. Yeah. You were in school to be a songwriter. You mm-hmm. went and you studied songwriting. I always think the art's a weird thing to study. Yeah, it wasn't really. It was. It wasn't really songwriting, like studying songwriting. It was just putting you in a class with other songwriters and meeting them. They didn't teach you how to write songs. They just told you to write songs, and then we would share them. Would I, you ever hear one that was yeah. terrible? I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody's songs terrible. Yeah, well, I've heard if, a few. If, yeah, I've heard a few. Yeah. If, if you come out and say it, I don't. I mean, who am I to say a song's terrible? But uh, there's definitely people that you know probably needed to do a different thing. Mm-hmm. But it was, did you tell him that? I definitely did not, because mm-hmm. I probably at that time <laughs> definitely sounded like I needed to as well. When you graduated and you're working construction, what 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 <laughs> did you do daily? Because I work. Listen, I roof yeah. houses. I've, yep. But every job is so different. What did you do? I think mostly, I'm, you know, up in the rafters doing insulation and drywall. Oh man! Mostly. And then you were wearing masks before COVID had them. Yeah, we were wearing masks and just the itchy, you know, all that fiberglass in your arms every day. I was I was over it, man. It was. Yeah. So you're doing that. What were you doing when you got the, when you finally were like, okay, I can actually make money as a songwriter and I don't have to do this anymore. What was the job you quit? Um, I was, I was still valeting cars when I got my publishing deal to supplement because your first publishing deal is not, the draw is not very good. I mean, it's enough to make you quit a, a, a job to, you know, kind of work full time there, but I still needed extra, extra cash to live. So I was valeting cars. So I think I quit that for sure. You ever take the change out of the middle? <laughs> no, I never did. Okay, okay. Of someone's car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's valeting cars. I wonder. I always wonder what they're doing. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was so scared. I was. I never wanted someone to accuse me of stealing. So I would make sure that I. He left money anything. for them. <laughs> extra money. There was an extra five every time Mitchell parked your car. I did not have an extra five back then. I promise. I wish. Anybody cool ever drop off their car? Yeah. Um. You know, I I parked uh, Tim McGraw's. Um. One of his, uh, shoot, well, it was a Bentley back then. Like, I thought you, it was a cool car in the you world. You drove a Bentley. I don't care about Tim McGraw. I'm just like, you drove a Bentley? <laughs> yeah, I drove, well, I part, no, I left it right up front, Stony River. I only moved it like two more feet. And then uh, Martina McBride came out one time and she was with her producer and they both had separate cars and she was handing me a $100 bill. I could see it in her hand. I was like, that's going to make my week. 
And her producer goes, no, 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 I'll take care of him when he gets ours. Oh, I was like, no. I was like, oh, man, maybe I'll get double. I get both cars. It was a $5 bill. And I was like, oh, man. What? I just oh, lost 95 <laughs> That was that's funny. Crazy. That's terrible. <laughs> Martina was coming hard with the hundy. She was coming hard with the hundy. Wow. <laughs> Did you get nervous driving the big fancy cars? Yeah, I, I, I wasn't very good at driving a stick. Um, I didn't <laughs> learn on a stick. And there was a, I, I moved a Ferrari one time in front of a steakhouse. And I, you know, I stalled it out. And the, the guy was so nice. He just, he leans in, he goes, racing clutch. And he smiled at me and I was like, oh, cool. Uh, anybody else want to help me park this car? Wow. I always wonder if some of these cars are really weird on the inside and like the, yeah. the park drive reverse, all that's in different places and stuff. You ever get to want to just get confused? Yeah, there was, there was a couple cars. It was right when the push button was starting to be a thing. And, uh, and the nicer like Mercedes and BMWs and stuff and. I never had that, so I, there was a couple cars where it took me a minute to figure out how to start it. Once, this is how big of an idiot I am. I have a car that you don't put, when the key's in it, that's like the key's yeah. starting the car. And I left it running, but I kept the key in my pocket and went and had dinner. Then they couldn't move it, and they didn't know where I went, because we went to a restaurant that wasn't <laughs> the one. I just wanted to use that valet spot. <laughs> so they couldn't find me. Oh, wow, yeah. And the car's sitting there, and it just stayed there the whole time running. Oh, it's they stay running. Well, I just got my first with the keys like that, and I, I'm, I've always been confused if I run off with the key, what's going to happen? It'll stay there, and they'll look for you, and it. they'll be confused, and you'll come back, and they'll be mad at you. <laughs> That'll basically be how that goes. Like, what, I can help you out there. Well, someone left, did that to me once. You know, we had the little box with the keys, and someone decided to leave their car there and go to another restaurant. And at the end of the night, I'm like, I have still have this key left, but there's no one in the restaurant that this key belongs to, and I got to go. And so I thought, you know, I lost somebody's everything you know and if it was if i had to call my boss he had to come down he was so mad at me and all of a sudden they walk across the street and they get in their car and take off and i was like oh well there it was i guess see listen mitchell tammy's a big star but he's still <laughs> he's still like us you know yeah. he still even remembers what it was like to be the common man uh, and what is it like to transition from being the common man to a big star i'm still extremely common man, man look so at this you. guy it's crazy <laughs> you have two number ones this year so obviously truth about you which yeah, just went you. number one and then at the end of the bar yeah which also was a number one with you and chris young it's crazy man thank you it's it's been a minute since drunk me so I'm just, I truly am honored and uh, just grateful to be back in country radio, man. I don't want to wear your voice out too much, but, <laughs> but I do want to bring up one thing. And in the video for Good and Gone, Good yeah. And Gone yeah, you were breaking stuff. Yeah, one, here, of, one of those, uh, what do you call them? Like the chaos the, rooms? Yeah, the rooms what? you go in with a hammer and just yeah. start. Awesome. Start, yeah, I, well, they brought that up. Like, what if you did this? And I was like, I've never done that. And I've heard about those. Let's let's try it. It was, it was a lot of fun. I can see why people need to go do that. Sometimes. You liked it? It was fun. I mean, you you can definitely get hurt in there by accident. Like you get carried away. Like, like you. So you walk through a room and you. How pick hard up. are you going? What are you harboring in there? <laughs> no, no, I mean, you got a sledgehammer and an yeah. old TV. <laughs> Everyone's going to go the same. Uh, you're going to go hard. But yeah, you you walk through a room and you pick out the things you want to. They have a price on them, and you like, I'm going to break that. I'm going to break that. You so pay like, as you go. Well, the label paid for this one. I wouldn't have spent the but money. But that's what it them. is, though. You pay I'm as cheap. you go. Yeah, you pay as you go. So like. Like he might break a couple stuff and it, and it takes five minutes. And you're like, dang, that's not long enough. So they they know it's a good business. I mean, we like we need to start a wrecking room somewhere. It's pretty easy. You know, Amy's been and has you know she's like I want to break something. She's yeah. kind of turned. She's like jumping a swimming pool fully clothed. You know, she's been going through. Hey, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And, but, I, I that's mean, great. That's we, just, no, we got her a TV to do that here though. We, yeah. we brought her an old TV and she went to town on it. Oh no way! Did you? Yeah, it we good. went in the back alley and I had I guess a sledgehammer mm -hmm. and I got to just. 
beat up the TV. I love, was it an old box one or like a flat screen? No, it's yeah. not like a flat screen. Yeah. yeah, we literally took it from his office. We were just like, let's get <laughs> it. I think it was my old. Oh, Eddie yeah, gifted yeah. it to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Here's it what I want to say. Good. Mitchell, congr- first, uh, congratulations on the number one song. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, tonight, This Is The Heavy is out and you can go ahead and do the, whatever it is, pre-save and you can pre-save Mitchell's <laughs> next 10 albums. I don't know how that, all that's it. But it's there tonight, Mitchell's record is. And when your voice is back, if it's next week and you yeah. want to come up and play next week, you're welcome to. If it's two Thank weeks, you, we can do it again. You can perform. <laughs> We've tried twice. <laughs> and I told whomever, I was like, hey, if his voice isn't good, don't worry about it. We'll do it next week. Mitchell yep. shows up and he's like playing, he's with the guitar back there and he's like, Ugh. And I'm like, bro, there's no, there's no need. <laughs> There's no need. So we appreciate the effort that, for, of being here. And we know you were going to play, but no need. Always. Let us know when you're good. Thank you, man. Let's do it again. And congratulations on everything. Man, All right? That, that means the world. Thank you. There he is. Mitchell 10 <laughs> Penny, everybody. All right. You guys follow him. M, the number 10 Penny. M, 10, the number Penny. The end. <laughs> I mentioned on the air that I thought it would be a funny segment if Lunchbox went into a mattress store. Because we had to, you know, we went through the whole process of like, okay, which sleep number do we want? That, that's our kind of bed. And so I had to go and like, go. they went to this, like laid on them. Like, okay, I like this one. Now. <laughs> and so I was like, it'd be funny if Lunchbox just went to a store and just went to sleep, like testing it out. And I guess I offered money. I'm going to believe you. I said 100 bucks. Yes, and you told me I had to sleep for 15 minutes. I said, that's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know I said that long. Yeah, and you said, so you have to have someone witness it. And I was like, well, if I take my wife, he's not, of course my wife will just say I did it. So I hit up Abby. I was like, hey, I need you to meet me at a mattress store. So we Google mattress stores. I have, you know, don't know what they're going to look like. We show up. It is a tiny mattress store. Abby, what did it look like in there? Oh, yeah. It was really small and like one employee. And you went in first, <laughs> but without lunchbox. Yes. So they, yeah, did, they didn't know before. you were together. Right. So I'm just looking at beds casually. But it seems like for, for a long time you had to look at beds. <laughs> yes, I was waiting for him to get in there. I was like trying to like Google mattresses and act like I was interested. <laughs> How long were you in the store before he actually walked in? Oh man, probably five to ten minutes. Wow. That would be an eternity. Yes. Just waiting yeah. for him yeah. to come in. So you walk in, are you wearing pajamas or anything? Nope. Just wearing shorts, t shirt, shoes. And I walk right up to the lady. She's sitting behind a desk. And I was like, yeah, ma'am, where are your soft mattresses? And she's like trying to tell me something. I don't know. And she points at one right by her desk, <laughs> right next to her desk. And I said, are you nervous at all? Or do you feel just, no, I didn't care one bit. I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to fall asleep. It's going to be great. Did you it, feel like you could do it? No problem. Did you need a blanket? I have so many questions. I was like, man, I'm tired. It was three something in the afternoon. I hadn't had a nap yet. Did you not nap on purpose? Ding, ding, ding. So nice. I'd be tired. Mm-hmm. And so I get next to the bed and I said, do I need to take my shoes off? And. Did you take your shoes off? No need to take your shoes off, man. Why? They don't pad on the bottom? No, no. They don't. They said no problem. No need to take them off. Wow. Okay, here's the first clip. This is you asking for a certain type of mattress. Uh, and then he apparently falls asleep <laughs> in this clip. Abby, <laughs> but where are you when he's talking to the person? Is it awkward for you? Are you trying to stay? It's so small. <laughs> When he walked in, I was laying on a bed. <laughs> She's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just act like testing him out. Yeah. And so I just basically wandered around the store. I mean, it was literally ones. in a strip center, and it was just like the size of like a sandwich shop. It was like so you know, tiny. like a Subway or a mm-hmm. Quizno or any of those. It was that small. Oh so again, gosh. this first clip is you talking about it, but then does it cut to you, like laying laying down or what? Yeah, yeah. You okay. go hear me sleep. All right, here we go. Which ones are your soft ones? A coiled, uh, soft I don't one. know the difference. I'm just soft. I like soft, so I want to go try a soft one. Okay. Um, well, the, this one I have in front of you is considered. This one? All right, yes. should I take my shoes off? No, you don't have to. Okay. All right. All right. 
close my eyes here, see. Practice sleeping. <laughs> you practicing here? I'm going to sleep. Man. You, are, you are going to sleep? That's it. <laughs> so we're hearing him go to sleep. Wow. Yep. Okay. Is there something else you're listening for? No, no, this is it. I, I go to sleep. Okay, so we, we have to play all this clip, though. With my oh I have 15 gosh. minutes of it. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Well, we're not playing 15 minutes of it, but you really, literally do just to prove it? Yeah, I lay there. I, I love my phone running for 15 minutes. So, Abby, you watched him. <laughs> and again, you had to stay there for 15 more minutes. Yes. More minutes. Uh-huh. Was the lady awkward at all? No, she was kind of at her desk. But I, I did see at one point she got her phone out and was trying to take pictures of him. Like, to, to <laughs> show, because I'm sure she's never seen that. So Ever. Did lunch, first of all, did he really fall asleep? He really did. Like, I feel like I was hearing snoring. I didn't want to get too close to him because I just had to act <laughs> like I didn't know him. So I just stayed over. But I feel like I kind of did hear snoring. Here is Lunchbox waking up after 15 minutes of sleep. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm rejuvenated, ready to go back to work. There you go. I just need, next time we got to turn the music down a little bit. I mean, I need that, and then a blanket. I need a blanket yeah, next time, you know? Yeah, they, they literally don't give us that for that reason. Oh, man, well, thank you. That was a good nap. You're welcome, no uh, problem. Have a great day. You too. Woo. Oh, my gosh. She wasn't even like, do you want the bed? <laughs> no. She was so like, what is he doing? Because I, I set the alarm in my pocket so you could it would vibrate and it would go off and it woke you up that's how i knew to wake up would you have slept all day i'd have slept all day <laughs> that would have been awesome and so then i walked out of the store he wakes up it's dark the doors are locked he can't get out i walked out of the store and i went to the car and then abby called me later and she said she talked to the lady afterwards uh, about what happened and uh abby what did she say oh, she that, had, that was the funniest thing ever she was like I have never seen that in, in 10 years that I've been working in a mattress store that he came in during his break to take a nap. Well, then he also was like, all right, that'll do it. And then nothing about buying the bed. Like it was so normal. Like, yeah, like all right, appreciate that. That's, you know what? You gotta, I'll invent him a hundred bucks right now. Nice job. Wow. Man. Good job man. wow. What was so funny is her desk was right there and they were kind of facing each other. Oh, yeah. My, it was so awkward. You fall asleep so oh quickly and so easily. So quick. It's I, awesome. On man. an airplane, he'll go, all right, I'm going to sit down. And he starts just drool, uh, like immediately yeah. starts coming out. Yeah, drool does come out. It, it happens. Any drool on the bed? Uh, no, I was because here on the plane is it's I'm straight up and down. When I'm on my back, I don't drool. If I'm on my side or stomach or sitting up, drool comes out. I got to say, this is excellent work. Yeah. It's worth the money. It's worth the money. Wow, Lunchbox killing it with 15 minutes of sleep. <laughs> Next up is find even more harder challenges, places for him to sleep, and see if he can do it. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go broke. Dang it. I'm going to enjoy this segment so much, I'm going to go broke. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, 
food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month, and when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about right brand bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable. Almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This past summer, they say, is the third hottest ever since they've been taking records. And I'm just like, there were hotter ones? But yeah. they're hottest ever. In some places, by far the hottest. Like, that set new records on just overall temperature. It just is brutal. Is it going to get hot again, though? I it, hope it, not. Like I September like... 15th today? I think we're done. Are we? Done. Famous so. last words. Like, I think we're done. But the, not, the days have been pretty good where we are. Like, not just brutal. But, yeah, they're like, hey, it's been 2.5 degrees above average, which doesn't seem like a lot. But overall, it's a big deal. But that's from AccuWeather.com. It's just been so hot that I... For the first time ever, I was like, I don't want to go outside. In my life, I was like, I just don't want to go outside. It was that hot. And now it's like, man, it feels good outside. But I still don't want to go outside because my <laughs> Wi-Fi is not good out there. But I still, I'm like, well, if I did go outside, it wouldn't be so bad. Uh, let's get over and do the news. Here we go. Bobby's Big Stories. 
According to a new study that talks about states where they give away the most speeding tickets, what state do you think is number one, guys? Most New York. Two. Louisiana. Why are you guys basing these states, your answers on these states? Eddie, you say New York. You, yeah, I mean, they drive like crap in the city, yeah, man. Yeah, but I don't think but they give crap. tickets. Yeah. Can you go fast? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess you can't really go too fast. Why Louisiana? I don't know. I feel like there's a stretch of highways and a lot of state patrol officers. And they mm. just Wyoming is the answer. Oh. Because wide it's open. so wide open. That yeah, most people assume, well, there ain't a lot of cops, but no, nope, just as many there. Basically, in Wyoming, every 10th car on the road gets a ticket. Wow. Whoa. That's crazy. Hey, so when you're there, just slow down. They're looking for you. They're <laughs> they're just wide open roads, and I do understand if there's nobody around and it's wide open, why yeah, not go. go a little faster? Uh, MotorOne.com has that story. A bakery's receipt ruins the surprise of a gender reveal cake. Oh, gosh. Hilarious. So the dad of the couple went to pick up the gender reveal cake, and they gave him the receipt and said the gender and the color were inside the cake. All right, here we are, her dad said. They had the clip up. Here we are. And he goes, they they put the color on the on the receipt. Did you see the video? <laughs> I did yeah. see the video, yes. On the receipt, it says the color of the inside of the cake. He's like, well, this ruins everything. Mm. <laughs> anybody had a, anybody ever been to a gender reveal party? No. I've been. And the, it was, they did the balloons out of the box, and it was pink balloons. And the dad grabbed a six-pack of beer and went to his room and locked the door and played video games the rest of the night. Oh, my God. And it was oh, you mean the dad of the, oh the about-to-be-baby girl. He wanted a boy, and he went and closed the door, and I was like, this is why you never have one. He was so mad, and it was just awkward the rest of the night. Everybody's around. It's like, yay, all right. That's awkward. You got to fake it, bro. Yeah. Just well, fake it for a minute. It is it better that he dealt with it before the child was born and not, like, as the child's being born? Probably still dealing with it. <laughs> uh, still dealing with it. But any of my friends that have had girls, any of my male friends that have had girls and didn't want a girl, they all say the same thing. It's awesome. Exactly. Like, I had no idea that I could e- could even feel this way about a girl. It's ho- totally different than what I thought I was going to feel, but it's... So, there's hope. There is huh. hope. There's hope. Because you're Eddie, right. They all say that. Eddie has four boys. I man. wouldn't know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but they do say that. Yeah. That story is from the New York Post. More and more people are electing not to drink nowadays. Big alcohol companies are worried about the growing numbers of non-drinkers which is hurting their cells. It seems young adults these days are drinking less alcohol and they're turning to other things somewhat. And some of them are just abstaining, period. Do you do you drink Lunchbox as much as you, you can't? No, I can't. It's impossible. But would you? I mean, if, if I didn't have kids, heck yeah. <laughs> do you still enjoy it? Yeah, it's still fun. How, do you ever get drunk anymore? Uh, it's been a while. I mean, because it's hard because usually I'd go to bed at 3 or 4 in the morning, and the kids get up at, like, 6 in the morning. So if I did that, I'd still be drunk when they got up. When's the, <laughs> Has that ever happened? Oh, yeah. It's happened oh, for where, sure. where you've been drunk, and they've been like, Dad. Yeah. It's like, oh, boy, here we go. Like, I thought you guys were going to sleep in because I keep them up till 11 or something, thinking, oh, they'll sleep in. They partying <laughs> with you or what? <laughs> no, you just keep them up. We're doing stuff. So when's the last time you think you were drunk? Uh, Well, I mean, probably I Heart Country. I mean, go out. And the kids aren't there, and so I'm by myself, so I can Been a few months. Yeah. Surprised. Eddie, you? Last time I've been drunk drunk? Ooh, it's been a long time. I mean... Like, no, no, just drunk. Not drunk drunk, just drunk. Not like falling over in the bushes. I got it. Vegas. (laughs) Vegas. Sore Losers Convention in Vegas in January. Ray, two weeks? What? Yeah, Vegas, honestly, two weeks ago. (laughs) Two weeks ago. Ray still goes hard. Really hard. It'll change when he has kids. Do you bounce back slower? 
No, I mean, we did IVs and stuff like that. We're very smart about it now. I'm constantly doing Pedialytes as well, so. So you are smarter. You know, exactly. Yeah, but yeah. he does, like, brunch. He drinks he day in drinks. the day. Yeah, Ray starts drinking, like, 10 a.m. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's done, done by, by 4. 3 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> a passenger asks a fellow traveler to, hey, can you please ease up on the farts? Oh. <laughs> on a flight? Travel Noir, yeah. How did they know it was him? You kind of know, oh, right? Yeah. I don't know. I always uh-huh. think that this is the and, best place to do it. And when you're doing it, you uh. think no one knows it's you, but people know it's they you. They do? Probably. Dang. During a flight from New York to California, which that's a that's long, long one. That's like a little less than six <laughs> hours. A passenger noticed the air circulating around the cabin just generally kept smelling bad. He even put on two COVID masks to cover his nose, and that didn't work. So finally, he figured out who it was by watching their body, knowing where it was coming from. <laughs> and he went up and he was like, hey, can you please ease up on the farts? And if you need to go stand in the bathroom, please. So that's embarrassing for everybody. Yeah. Well, that's rude. I got to call him out. Is it rude if they don't stop? I mean, you can't control it. Like, farts, Mostly you can. Mostly you it's can a unless bodily you're sick. Function. But mostly you can unless you're sick. You can't control it, mostly. Ooh, if man, you hold it in, it's bad for your health. But why not go to the bathroom if it's going to just be terrible? You can go to the bathroom 100 times a flight. A hundred times. Uh, yeah. It, Have it, you ever had that? Yeah. No. There are times. No. Don't get the special. <laughs> and one time we went out for your birthday, man. We all got the special. Oh, we got the trout. We I'll got never the forget trout. it. And we went I out. Don't this. Oh, it was your birthday. And like, oh, the special's the trout tonight. And we're like, mm, I got the trout. Eddie got the I trout. I never got the trout. A couple of people got, got the, the trout. trout. And we went out afterwards. And I mean, you want to talk about just. Boom, boom, I think boom. one person started with the farting, and then, <laughs> then we like, all started farting. We're like, it must be the trout. Like, had um, to be the trout. That scene in Bridesmaids. <laughs> was, or, or Stand By Me where they're all vomiting on each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's the pie. And, uh, oh. The pie eating. Uh, <laughs> and finally, we should all do a friend's cleanse. A what? A friend's cleanse. What is that? It's where you take a look at your friendships and go, you know, some of these kind of suck. I need to get rid of them. Oh, dang. And, and eliminate toxic people or situations. Sorry, lunch. Dr. Sad. Bruce Wiley recommends asking yourself 10 questions about your friends. And if the answer to at least one is yes, you probably want to cleanse them from the group. You want to hear some of the questions? Yes. Number one, have they been there for me during tougher moments of my life? <sighs> Number two, were they judgmental when I revealed I was going through tough times? Yes. <laughs> Number three, did they make an adequate effort to stay in touch? No. <laughs> no. Oh, who are you answering? Yeah, who's he thinking about? Are you all cleansing someone in your life right now? Yeah, I'm cleansing a couple people. And I'll give you one more. Do, did I wonder about what they were saying or doing behind my back? No, I don't care about that. Did they date my significant other while I was still with the significant other? No chance. Uh, no. That's on there. No chance. She wouldn't be interested in him. <laughs> Oh, you guys are still thinking about Lunchbox. Yeah, uh, you are. Lunchbox 100%. That's from Women's Health. All right, there you go. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Don't forget tomorrow, 10 a.m., tickets to my comedically inspirational show in Nashville. The show's October 22nd. It's a Saturday night. Get your butts to town or if you're in town. But tickets at bobbybones.com. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. Central Time. As a kid, every weekend, I would listen to the Crook and Chase Countdown. Did you guys listen to Crook and Chase at all? Absolutely. You knew their voice? Of course. I'm Charlie Good. <laughs> yeah. I, I get Lori Ann Crook, Charlie Chase. Chase correct. Right? Yeah. He had this deep voice. Here's a clip, because I used to watch him on TNN. I used to listen to the radio show. Here's a clip here. Well, folks, welcome back to Crook and Chase. I'm Lori Ann Crook, along mm. with Charlie Chase. Right, and our guest today is Trish. So, this is like the sounds of my childhood. And so they came over to my house, and we did a bobby cast, and I was just like, this is cooler. It was almost cooler than anybody that's ever come over because I just spent so much time listening to them as a kid. 
And so I was like, tell me stories about, because they've been on 40 years. Wow. So tell me stories, like, did you know Johnny Cash? And so this is Lorianne Crook talking about seeing Johnny Cash at a supermarket late one night. I went shopping for hairspray with Johnny Cash once. <laughs> What's the story that led to you going with him to get hairspray? It was late at night. It was Kroger 24-hour. I needed hairspray for whatever we were doing the next day. And I ran in there, and there was the man in black standing in front of the, what's it called? The aqua something that he and Marty Stewart bought? Yeah. Uh, aqua finish or something. Aquanet. Aquanet. There it is, yeah. So Johnny Cash and I are standing there just kind of laughing and talking about which hairspray we're going to get. And they tell a story about Johnny Cash being asked about his underwear. Is it also black? Like, man in black? <laughs> That's funny. It just, they have a lot of cool Johnny Cash stories. And I also didn't know he bought Aquanet. Yeah. I mean, Aquanet. he did have good hair, mm-hmm. always. So then they were talking about Shania Twain, who when they were doing the TV show, she would play on their TV show before she was famous. She was like one of the singers on the show. And she basically disappeared. She met Mutt Lang, who kind of made her a star. That together they did it. He was a producer. And he was so private that she brought a wedding picture back. But here's the story. She disappeared from Music City tonight for several weeks. And when she came back, she was married. And she brought a picture of her wedding. But it was cut in half. Prophetic, maybe. But Mutt wasn't in it. I was like, well, wait a minute. Where's your husband? Because I didn't know who Mutt Lang was at the time. And she goes, oh, well, he's really private. And I can't show his picture around. But she wanted us to see her in her wedding dress on her <laughs> wedding day. But it was, I don't think she was with our show more than a few months after that because she and Mutt just. I gave her one of my pictures and told her to insert it right there. (laughs) And she cut you out of it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She cut Charlie out too, yeah. But she handed him a picture. It was torn in half going, look at me in my wedding dress because he didn't want to be seen. I didn't realize that. Crazy. And then I was asking about Taylor Swift because they were here whenever the early, early, early Taylor days happened. We got a phone call from yeah. our friend, and I don't think it was Scott Borchetta himself, but some assistant just was just, just a few doors down from us. And, of course, everything on Music Row, everything, your doors are locked for obvious reasons. <laughs> and they said, in a few minutes, your doorbell at your studio is going to ring. Just open the door. So and we went down there and opened the door, and it was this beautiful, blonde, young lady with a guitar. Was she 14 at the time? I think she was 14. Mm-hmm. She wandered up in we the studio. We let her in. Yeah, she wandered up in the studio <laughs> based on that phone call, okay? And just as sweet as she can be. And we, we sat down. We talked about her being in high school at this point, writing some songs. She said, uh, I've just written a couple of songs. I'd, I'd love to play them for you. We said, sure. So she reaches down, brings up her guitar, and fires up what became, I guess, her first two number ones. Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw and Teardrops on My Guitar. And I was in tears. I was sitting there crying. This girl, 14-year-old girl I had just met, because what she was singing about reminded me of being in junior high and yeah. having a, a first love or yeah. whatever. She yeah. had me in tears the first time we met. So I did an hour with them on the Bobbycast. Wow. It's up now. It's just nonstop that. That's awesome. They have so many stories. They've just been here. They're the OGs, but they're also still, they just got nominated for a CMA. After, they've been together 40 years. Wow. And I was like, do people ever think you guys were married? And they were like, everywhere we went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I believe that. Yeah, they were, they thought <laughs> I thought they was, were married. They thought my name was Crook, but my name was Chase, and we were married. <laughs> so check out the latest Bobby cast. It's up now. If you love country music, it's a really good one because I just kind of geek out at them and then all the stories they can tell. And it's just one after the other. There's one about Hank Jr. Oh. They didn't ask that to be cut later, did they? I bet it was crazy. It was one where they were like, should we tell it? And they decided to tell it. And usually when that happens, Mike will get a call going... You know, we shouldn't have told the story about Hank Jr. and the, the toilet, the tongue on the toilet seat. And then... That's, that's, mm. that's the story? Well, no, that's, there's a lot more to that. Wait, what? More, I'm going to let you have to go listen to it to hear it. And, and we'll cut it because we don't want to embarrass anybody. 
But I was like, I bet we get a call going, don't put, about a girl on a bed in a toilet. It's a whole thing. Huh. They wanted to hang. And so it's there. It's in there. Wow. They haven't asked us to cut it yet. It's all. It's nothing bad. It's just, what do you expect Hank Jr. to be doing yeah. 20, 30 years ago? Yeah. Being Hank Jr. Search it up. It's the Bobby cast. That's Crook and Chase. It is fantastic. I hope you like it. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Washington. A man was fishing for cash. Literally, he was going to the night deposit box, and he was using rodent glue sticks, sticking them in there, and trying wow. to... Get cash out. Only problem is he did it for months and he only got a few hundred dollars because not a lot of people put cash and police started setting up surveillance and that's how they busted him. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of effort to not get much. I think he just kept waiting for his big breakthrough, right? I think he just kept going, one day I'm going to get thousands and thousands of dollars. It also reminds me, we used to have, when I worked at a marina, we had one of those claw machines. Man, I tried, every, I put my hand up there. I tried every, strategically to get my, just to, it was like a 20-cent little stuffed animal. <laughs> I spent a, many, many hours trying to do it, and I never quite got it. Then after I finished that job, a couple years later, I was like, well, I wasted a lot of time doing that. Same with this guy. <laughs> All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Morgan ran into Melissa Joan Hart. Now, if you don't know her, what, she's Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah, yeah. and she had Melissa and Joey on TV well, I don't know that while. one. Clarissa explains it all for probably us. Because when we were kids, that was her show on Nickelodeon. Do you know that at all? No, I don't. That's that was kind of her mm-hmm. her, her ent- entrance and like yeah. um it was, it was it was cute. It's girly, so I didn't admit I watched it. <laughs> I admit. Yeah, yeah, it I didn't admit I watched it. You ran into her where? Yeah, in the Titan Suite, my celebrity. Oh, the celebrity suite. suite. <laughs> wow. Oh boy, I got a feeling stories are gonna just slowly <laughs> trickle out just to drive <laughs> yeah. me crazy. Yeah. So she was just hanging out. Yeah, she was in there with her kids, so I didn't bother. I really wanted a picture, but I went with your rule, and because she was with her kids and with her family, I didn't go up to her and ask for a picture. I just left her alone. That's good. If somebody's with their kids, you leave them alone, unless and there is kind of a caveat here. You see them taking pictures of other people. And they look happy to do it. Well, she did take a picture with 3-6 Mafia. Wait, they were in there too? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Name drop. Lunchbox, how did you not get in the suite? Wow. I don't understand this. Like, it's obviously an error on whoever runs the Titans account. Like, every celebrity in Nashville was in this suite, <laughs> like, and you never even got an invite. They didn't even get an invite. They didn't message me anything. And then I was looking. I, I wanted proof, so I looked at M2's uh, DMs. They even sent her a welcome package, like sweatshirt and T-shirts. And I'm like... Uh, hello. She's like probably the least famous one of the on the show. So and they you, went you after her. That? In my head, I, oh, didn't, I, didn't, oh. I didn't reply to the Titans. Okay. Be like, you know, you DM the least popular one on our whole show. So you just thought it, right? Yeah. And now you're saying it here, but you wouldn't say that to them. <laughs> well, I mean, I can send them a message. Be like, hey, how Please come do. I? Didn't? Oh, that's what I'm gonna do. I'll DM the Titans and be like, hey, you guys invited Morgan to your celebrity suite, and I guess I got overlooked somehow. There may be a clerical error, but. Clerical. Yeah, we love clerical. Man, what a weird thing but for them. Rappers, TV stars. That's what I'm saying. Like, what is going on? Mm. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get invited. That's tough. Maybe you go sit in the suite this week. Uh, they're in Buffalo. I know. <laughs> Just so they invite them. They're like, hey, come on Sunday. And the game's on Monday, though. They're like, come on Sunday. Terrible. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's fun. That's fun. Was she nice? Did it seem like she nice? Yeah, so we were at the little dessert bar in there, and she, her son was making a Sunday, and she walked up and made a joke. She was like, is he causing a whole ruckus over here? She was just like she was on TV. Oh, that's hilarious. What a great joke. Okay. Hey. We're done. <laughs> Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show. Canva is awesome for so many reasons. 
for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. 